Just as we were putting the show to bed last week and on the back of the sad news about Ebi Skovdal, we've got the devastating news about the passing of Andy at the gate. Andy was a well-kent face at Pataudry, Balgownie and latterly at Cormac Park. And even if you didn't know him, you certainly would have known his face around Pataudry. An ever-present positive and kind gentleman who liked a joke and the crack, he'll be sorely missed by all. We pass on our thoughts to his family and all that had the pleasure to know him. Hello and welcome to the AFC Don's Cast on Tuesday the 3rd of November. It's Graham here with your weekly update. Straight off the back of our 3-0 draw against Celtic at Pataudry in the league, we face them again in last season's delayed Scottish Cup semi-final at a wet Hamden on Sunday. It was certainly a different display from our league performance the weekend before the Don's only having one shot on target throughout the match. Derek McInnes made three changes to the starting eleven from last weekend. Johnny Hayes and Dylan McGee were both out injured. Johnny suffered a groin injury after slipping during training on Saturday. Dylan was confirmed to be out until the end of the year, also suffering from a groin injury picked up during our league match against Celtic. Scott Wright and Matty Kennedy returned into the starting lineup in their place. Also starting was Sam Cosgrove making his first start of the season following his cartilage injury. Celtic were dominating the possession during the first half and it was Ryan Christie that opened the scoring who delivered a fine 25-yard strike into the far corner of our net. Christie nearly scored again a minute later after he was left unmarked at the back post. He picked up a cross from Mohamed Elianusi but his header hit downwards and bounced wide. Elianusi made it 2-0 for Celtic after which he picked up a dink chip from Rogic, which went beyond Andy Considine and he scored from close range into the second half and Aberdeen had a clear chance in the 49th minute when Scott Wright broke into the box and cut back a pass to Sam Cosgrove but Sam's shot went straight to Celtic keeper Scott Bain. Celtic seemed to have taken the foot off the pedal as the second half progressed and Aberdeen had a few chances. In the 60th minute Ryan Hedges unleashed an effort from 25 yards but it went wide of the Celtic goal. Lewis Ferguson was next up to have a go in the 73rd minute but his shot flew just over the bar. Matty Kennedy then collected the ball inside the box and shot from close range, but Frimpon blocked his effort. In a blow to the Dons, Marley Watkins went off injured, breaking his nose and was replaced by Curtis Main. Hoban then picked up the ball from Orion Hedges' free kick in the 83rd minute, but his header went wide. It wasn't to be for the Dons, as we bow out of last season's Scottish Cup. Derek, how are you feeling after that? Bitterly disappointed. We came here to win. We came with a lot of optimism, a lot of hope that we could win and... Um, you know, in a lot of belief, we, we put out a, an attacking team to try and impose ourselves on the game. And I thought we had the opportunity to make strike the first blow, to be honest. I thought Matty Kennedy started the game really well. He got some couple of, two or three terrific crosses, got, gets his corners. And from those crosses, maybe if Sam's a wee bit more game ready, he might have made more of those because he looked, when the ball was in the air, he looked clean favourite to, to go and make something of that. I think Hedges had a chance... Um, he could maybe, in hindsight, maybe take his right foot or come round it and strike it first time. So we had enough moments in the game early on to maybe strike the first blow, but I do feel that um, with a 10-minute period when we lost it, and, and within that losing the two goals, where one is a, a special goal for Christie that we should do better. I think we sink a wee bit too early. We should, he should be coming on to a, an Aberdeen shirt there and not giving the encouragement because um, we know that give him encouragement, he'll take that type of strike on and he's got that quality. And the second goal, we were a wee bit um, untidy, but we got a chance to stop the cross for Rogic. I think he actually kind of, I don't know if he shanks it a wee bit, it seems to loop up over Joe, it's a bit un- unusual, the cross. 
and maybe Andy can maybe get his body in and deal with it better but it seemed to be a goal from nothing really and we had it all to do I thought we changed our shape we went to back four obviously the five's been working for us but I thought the back four allowed the players to take more responsibility we matched up their shape and I thought we went toe-to-toe -to -toe with them I thought the game was very even second half and I thought we had more of the play in their half we just needed something to land for us and take a chance and we had a few shots for the edge of the box we had a few crosses going in but we'd never quite found that quality that certainly Christie found for them in, in that first half. Well, so we were in cap action on Sunday. There was also league matters underway through the weekend. And on Saturday, Nicky Clark scored twice as Dundee United beat Ross County 2-1 at Tannadice to climb to fifth in the Scottish Premiership. Motherwell were 2-0 winners away to Livingston in the day's other game. And on Sunday, Rangers beat Kilmarnock 1-0 at Rugby Park to move nine points clear of Celtic. Also on Sunday, Aberdeen women were in action against Queen's Park, coming out 5-1 winners at Cormac Park in SWPL2, going 2-1 up at half-time. Francesca Ogilvie scored a double, as did Eva Thompson. They were joined with a goal from Bailey Hutchison, putting the Dons women top of the table on nine points, three points clear of Glasgow women in second. To stay safe during the pandemic, we need the right measures in the right places at the right times. So in Scotland, we're introducing new levels of protection from zero to four, tighter measures where infection rates are higher and lesser ones where there are fewer cases. To see the level in your area and what it means, use our simple postcode checker at gov.scot. Stopping the spread starts with all of us. And let's catch up with the news then. And Scotland's National Clinical Director is hopeful fans can return to Sam Football Stadium soon, but stress the situation is fragile. From yesterday, council areas in Scotland were placed into one of five tiers dictated by the prevalence of coronavirus. The Highlands and Murray are both in level one, which permits limited crowds. That would mean Ross County, Inverness, Cali, Thistle and Elgin City could have fans in stadiums. And Professor Jason Leach says talks have begun. County Chairman Roy McGregor confirmed the club have asked to stage a further trial with 750 fans when Livingston visit on Friday. Aberdeen and Aberdeenshire are in level two, which means stadiums are closed to spectators. We've put up a webpage for all 32 council areas in Scotland that shows which level each area is on, which will be updated every week. You can find it at invernessreds.co.uk forward slash covid. The Aberdeen Club Shop reopened yesterday following flooding in Aberdeen during August. The Club Shop was temporarily housed in the Terry Scott Lounge from the 31st of August after the flooding caused damage to the flooring, furniture and retail stock in the shop. The opportunity has been taken to renovate the shop with a new layout to make the shopping experience better. The shop will be operating on reduced hours initially, Monday to Friday 10am to 4pm, Saturday 9am to 1pm and the shop will be closed on Sundays. Andrew Considine is closing in on a contract extension with the defender automatically triggering a one-year extension when he plays a specific number of games this season. Andy is in his final year of his current contract and has had a stellar season so far, appearing for the Dons 12 times and also securing international call-ups for Scotland in our wins against Slovakia and the Czech Republic earlier this month. Rangers have suspended Jordan Jones and George Edmondson for breaching COVID regulations. A statement from the Ibrox side said winger Jones and defender Edmondson attended a private gathering on Sunday with others outside their household. 
The pair will now be investigated by the club and must isolate for 14 days. Meanwhile, Rangers have been fined £4,500 by UEFA for breaching the governing body's return-to-play protocol during their Europa League playoff win against Galatasaray at Ibrox. The breach relates to giving appropriate guidance to matchday staff. Samarin have been accused by the SPFL of breaching COVID-19 regulations in the build-up to postpone matches against Motherwell and Hamilton Aki's. The Scottish Premiership Club say they will defend this robustly. The SPFL had launched an investigation after the games were called off because COVID cases left Samarin without sufficient fit players. A board subcommittee chaired by an independent legally qualified chair will meet on the 10th or 11th of November. Catch live audio and video of our next match only on Red TV. Subscribe now for full match day coverage, replays, highlights and all the goals, exclusive interviews and behind the scenes content. Sign up now at redtv.afc.co.uk. The best of the action only on Red TV. Following the success of the Still Standing 3 campaign, Aberdeen has launched a new campaign to ignite and renewed sense of civic pride for the club and the region. Mal spoke to Andy Considine last week on what it means to be from the North East and playing for Aberdeen. Well Andy, we thought we'd take you out and about. Some of our marketing people thought this was a great idea, which... It might have been in July. But <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while since I've been down to Fitty, to be fair. Yeah. It's been nice to, to have a look around again. So, We'll come on to the semi-final in a minute, but just, you know, Aberdeen area, what does it mean to you? Aberdeen is home. It always has been. Um, I've been very lucky to have been at Aberdeen for so long. Um, you know, 33 now and signing when I was 11 years old. So... Aberdeen has has always been home, and uh, and hopefully for the next little wee while that it is as well. But um, you know, I've uh, all family and friends are still here, um, so it's always been a place that I've felt most comfortable. Um, you know, there's there's been maybe once or twice that I've thought it's maybe time to move on, but. Um, it just Aberdeen just has that pool, you know. It's uh, you get you get looked after extremely well here, um, and it's been a it's it's a club that um, is is true to my heart. You know, obviously with with my dad playing with with Aberdeen as well, uh, gone to watch you know the club. Well, my first memory would be uh, nineteen ninety five Coca Cola Cup, you know, and I suppose the, the the bug for Aberdeen and football really you know kicked on from there and. Uh, Getting to watch some cracking games as a as a child at, at Pataudry, and um, you know, watching your heroes and uh, and feeling the atmosphere, it's, it's something else I wanted to be a part of. Um, but I've been very lucky with um, that I've been able to be a part of that. And you enjoy living here, Andy, as well, don't you? I mean, you're not very much a family man. I mean, obviously out in Bankery, but the, yeah. the family you enjoy being out there. I was just thinking, I mean. It, you're obviously born and bred in Aberdeen, but you look at the likes of Shea Logan and Joe Lewis who have come up here and, and, and settled in the area, haven't they? Absolutely. You know, I think it says a lot about the place. Um, you know, Big Joe's been here now for for a good six years, you know, and um, and she's she's been here for slightly longer. But um, 
Uh, as I said, it, it does. It says a lot about this place. It really, it's, it's, it's great for great for the kids. You know, um, you know, Joe's more than settled up here with his family, and uh, I feel now, obviously, especially now that we've 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 got our training ground. You know, I think that's that's a huge pool for 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 players to come up, yeah. and obviously how well the team's doing. Yeah. Um, you know, we've we've uh, recruited extremely well again this year, and we look really strong. Um, but yeah, as, as a as a, a family point of view, you know, I think it's it's a great place for for players to come up who have families, and and settle in and and feel and feel more than comfortable. Being from the city, he understands how big the Scottish Cup is and how important it is. I mean, I, I, Perfect example was that was a build up to the 2017 final, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. The, you know the way the whole city came together. It was just a, a great atmosphere. Wasn't it was. It? it was incredible, and you still see stickers dotted about Aberdeen and the Shire. Yeah. Um, uh, and there's <laughs> there's one in Bancray. It's on uh, the subway. It's in the high street of Bancray, mm-hmm. and the subway's shut down now. But uh, there's a picture of me on it, um, and obviously it's literally obviously the, the sun's taking the colour completely out and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But uh, Every time we drive past, my youngest thinks I'm playing golf. I don't know why, but he's like, "Oh, Daddy, that's you playing golf." Just straight, oh, honestly. But um, no, what a, what a buzz it was! Um, obviously, leading up to that that final, um, and it, it's it's one it's one game I I still have sleepless nights about. You know, it uh, we were so close, so very close. But um, you know, we'll have another chance in a couple of weeks' time, um, and uh, hopefully, we can. Right, those wrongs of, uh, of three three years ago. Let's try to count up. I think this will be your sixteenth game at Hamden, which is it's quite quite impressive. Yeah, but been there a, a good few times, but uh, you know, coming home empty-handed is empty-handed is uh, is not obviously saying sixteen times. You know, you'd think that, that you'd be able to. That Scotland games, Andy. But I mean, you've had some real highs and lows. I mean, you experienced yeah. everything there, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, no, I've experienced a bit of everything. Um, lows were, you know, there's been there's been more lows, absolutely. Um, there's no no hiding that, and some, some severe lows, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, some some really good times. Obviously, getting to probably play with Scotland. Yeah, you know, that's that's definitely the the two highs. Um, those two home games a couple of weeks back. Uh, but obviously, you know, even even in that horrendous loss, which I'm not going to mention too much about, but yeah. being able to score two goals in the game as well, yeah. scoring at Hamden, it's still something that you know you uh, you look back on with uh, you know proud memories. You know, so. But even the bad memories, Andy, you had, and does that help you as a player? Does that make you stronger? Does it make you appreciate more when you, you do have good times? For example, when you get a Scotland Cup, absolutely, and it, it gives you that thick skin as well, you know, because. You need thick skin to be in fo- involved in football, and uh, but as you say, it's it's all it's all worth it. All these these turbulent times are worth it when you know I got that call and to say that you're going to be called up to the Scotland squad and uh, you know have have such a have such a brilliant time and be involved in obviously two ex- very important games. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know the main thing is that Aberdeen as a club is still. Getting to Hamden, still making these semi-finals, mm. you know, and uh, and hopefully making more finals. But the you know the real reason why you want to be there is to is, is to win trophies. Yeah, I mean, you always said to me I mean, that the 2008 side was one of the best teams you played in, and we probably should have won the Scottish Cup that year. We won't talk about the game. Yeah. Um, 2017 again, a very very good yeah. team. Yeah. How does uh, the team at 2020 compare to those two? That's not a difficult question. It's yeah, it's 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 early days, but I would say 
the strength and depth of the squad um, is, is, is up there with both squads mm-hmm. if I'm honest um, uh, a lot of experience but uh, it's it's that our squad's got a lot of young boys who, who are now who are stepping up you know mm-hmm. like your Conor McLeod's with Scott Wright's been outstanding this year um, you know, a lot of young boys are, are getting to that age when they need regular football and doing really well so we've got the youth we've got experience with myself Niall McGinn um, you know Big Joe Shea mm-hmm. you know guys who have been around for a long time yeah. um, so it's it's a, a really good balance but it's, it's it's making that balance work and I would say you know we're, we're a really really tight tight group mm-hmm. um, but you know at the end of it you want to you want to come away with with some sort of silverware and you know and uh, high finish as high as possible up with that league yeah. I think though, you, you make a good point in the experience I also think within the squad the, the mentality you know and I'm not saying we haven't had it in the past but you look through it yourself Ash definitely in that category Tommy Joe Lewis Johnny Hayes you know Lewis Ferguson even Marley's you know won yeah, the Scottish yeah, Cup yeah, before I mean yeah. that that's important going into these big games of course because so yeah. much of it's played in the mind isn't yeah, it yeah absolutely I mean guys who have been in I mean uh, myself and Ash um, would potentially be on, and Niall would be the only ones left from that final she as well and she yeah. as well yeah. you know so guys who, who have been there and uh, been a part of it so know what um, know what's required you know, in those in those type of games, and and, and that's what and that's what we need. But uh, fingers crossed for when when the semi final does come around. That um, you know, I, I, I do feel like we're due Celtic one. I really yeah. do. I feel we've met Celtic so many times in semi finals or in a final, and we just haven't been able to to beat them. Yeah. Um, so I'm hope I'm I'm hoping, you know, uh, that we can we can go and and get that well deserved results. I feel like we've been there. Too many times to not have, you know, reached the final and got uh, got some silverware. Yeah. Also counting up, I think this will be your fourteenth semi-final, and I mean they're strange game semi-finals, aren't they? I mean they're never really classics. So, uh, it's very cagey. Yeah, yeah, it's a very cagey affair. Um, but when so those games are different when you're playing out with the old firm, mm. um, playing Celtic, it's. I would say it's a, it's a normal game against Celtic. Mm-hmm. You know, it's uh, regardless if it's Petodre or uh, Parkhead. You know, we know that they'll have majority of possession. You know, and it's 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 picking your moments to counter attack. And you know, you're only going to have maybe three or four opportunities, maybe half chances, mm-hmm. and you've got to try and take them. But um, you know, Celtic have, uh, have obviously have, have been fantastic over the past six or seven years. You know. With, um, you know, cleaning up all, all titles, really. You know, so we know it's going to be hard, but um, we've just got to believe. And I feel this year, going forward, you know, we're a, we're a real threat, a real threat. Um, our pace and boys that are boys are scoring goals. So hopefully, we can we can take that into the semi final. You experienced Hamden without any fans when you played with Scotland. Was it weird, or, or when the game started, do you so focused you don't really notice it? You're so focused you don't really notice. I mean, when. I suppose when the likes of Pataudry's full, you do notice it because the place yeah. is loud. You know, when when Hamden's full, it's loud. But at the same time, you're still focused on your job. You're yeah. still focused on the players that are around you. Yeah. You know, so you don't really have a lot of time to kind of take in anything. Obviously, yes, there's challenges to go in, and the, the crowd uh, gets up, etc. But it's it's one of those ones that you just once the the referee blows his whistle, you're yeah. you know the, the game's start and you're uh, and you're just concentrating on your job. 
Just finally, you've got the Scotland caps now, and I'm certainly sure you'll win more, but is the thing missing in the Andy Collinson collection a Scottish Cup medal? Absolutely. Yeah. And a league medal. <laughs> can always hope. can always hope, Mal. Andy, thank you for your time. Thank you. Appreciate Thanks it, and all the very best. In Sunday. Thank you. Cheers. A laugh me a laugh, grin me a grin And then I know that we can win Dance me a dance, joke me a joke And blow the clouds away You gotta play me a tune well, we're back into league action on Friday for our match against Hibs at Pataudry. Kickoff is at 7.45pm and you'll be able to watch this match online on Red TV. If you have a virtual season ticket, subscribe to Red TV International and there will also be a pay-per-view offering too. Looking ahead fixture-wise, following the international break, the Dons will be back in action on Sunday the 22nd of November for our away match against Rangers. Kickoff is at midday. Then we face Hamilton three days later at the Foy Stadium for a midweek 7.45pm start. And we kick off December away to St Mirren for the 3pm kickoff on Saturday the 5th of December. The AFC Donscast will be back for one week only on Sunday the 8th of November following the Hibs match. You can join us for the Hibs match on Friday night with live score updates on our social media. Between now and then though, you can get the latest news on the Inverness Reds website, invernessreds.co.uk. Till then, thanks for listening, have a good week and stand free. And we can smile at everyone You gotta join in with me Then we are free It isn't hard to do Just sing along And then we know we can't go wrong Just you and me Come on and see Together we'll be okay Together we'll be okay Together we'll be okay That's all for this week More Aberdeen News next Tuesday evening from 8